Right now, we are joined by former 49ers cornerback and official 49ers podcast host, Eric Davis. Eric, thank you for joining the show. It is much appreciated, my man. Uh, Your thoughts on this Flores story, him uh, suing the NFL for racist hiring practices? Um, You know, big step to sue. Uh, The hiring practices and the games played there, that doesn't shock me, doesn't surprise me. Um, that's, that's been one of those things that, that, you know, guys within or, or around the game sort of knew what's going on and has been going on. It's a thing. It goes on everywhere in this country. And I've said forever, I've, and I will continue to say, the NFL is no different than the rest of this country. It's another business within this country that deals with these same things that every other aspect of society deals with. Um, and that's all this is. So we'll see how it all plays out. I don't know what the end game is. It's, it's one of those situations. It's the same. Um, you know, you can liken it to cap situation. Yep. Uh, you know, what's your end game? What are you really trying to do? What are you really trying to achieve? Uh, but, you know, Flores actually, you know, obviously decided he had something he wanted to say and he said it. Eric, as a guy that played in the league for a long time and, Obviously, you still speak with people inside the league, people that were with the league before. How much of this is a conversation? Like, how much do guys talk about this? The the fact that Mike Tomlin is the only black head coach currently in the NFL. Um, well, guys talk about it. I mean, okay, so if you get a group of black guys together, it depends on what the conversation um, point of the day is. Because guys talk, again, it's, it's like the rest of the world. Sometimes you're talking about your kid being sick. Sometimes right. you're talking about COVID. Sometimes you're talking about uh, the move you need to make or a new school. Sometimes you're talking about the fact that, uh, you, you know, Kanye just dropped a, a new banger. It, depends <laughs> yeah. on, it depends on the day. But so right now, this situation is coming up. If guys had been in a locker room, of course there would be conversations about it. Because like I said, this is something that guys know. But at the end of the day, from a player standpoint, all you can do is play. You can't control the coach. You can't control the GM. Um, you, can, you can't control anything other than what you put on camera, what you put on film. That's it. That's, that's truly the only thing that you have control of. You don't control whether you cross the line, whether you get cut, whether you are a starter or a backup. The only thing you control, and that's what, you know, Bill McPherson, you told me as a rookie, he was like, autograph your performance. You get to tell everybody – who you are, and what you're about as far as the game of football goes on on film. Eric Davis, former 49ers cornerback, is with us here on the Nick Cattle Show, Sports 1140 KHDK. All right, Eric, let's talk 49ers. Uh, how surprised were you that the 49ers were unable to get their run game going against L.A. on Sunday? Um, well, I'm not surprised that you would think third time around you played these guys, and um, both offenses weren't, weren't you know, stellar. But they shouldn't be because you have two good defenses defenses going at it. And the guys were gunned up saying this is what you have to stop. Um, so I'm not shocked that they weren't able to get it going. Uh, and the thing about the most interesting thing is that they didn't stay with it because normally Kyle doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't care if he's getting two yards a carry he's committed to making certain that he gets those runs in because the offenses, the, the other plays of the offense comes off of that run action. So that's the only thing. But um, I've seen other teams stop them. I've seen the Rams give them trouble like that to where, yeah, they, they may get a hundred yards, but they, it takes them 40 carries to do so. So 
you know, that was one of those days. And I didn't expect it to be a lot of um, – I didn't, I didn't expect it to be a lot of big play type things uh, because these guys are just way too familiar, familiar with one another. Eric, we've talked about Jimmy G for a long time now. Uh, did he just show us what we already knew, which is if things are not going great, he's not the guy to lift his team up and win a big game? Um, see, it's all in how you look at it because I can it's, – it's funny. Matthew Stafford is viewed as the guy that lifted his team up and won a big game. Matthew Stafford threw um, – he threw a punt that should <laughs> yep. have ended the game. Yep. And and Matthew Stafford did the most Matthew Stafford thing that he that he could have possibly done in that game. He threw a horrible ball that I have no idea why he was throwing it, who he was throwing it to, and he got away with it. So if not for that play, you'd be talking differently about Jimmy because he'd have another game. So that's the thing. Um, it's 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 all about how you how you play and what you are asked to do and whether or not you win. And that's the most important stat. So that's, that's the thing about it. I'm, I, this is, people have to tell, to tell me that I'm a Jimmy apologist and all these type of things. Guys, tell everybody that's listening, I don't care who plays at any position at, at any time. I don't care. I just want the guys that are out there to be effective and efficiently do their jobs. I don't get to decide who's on the team. People ask me all the time, who should they draft? I don't know. Whoever they draft, I'm a root for because he's in my colors. That's how I look at it. I don't, I'm not scouting these guys or anything like that. But Jimmy does what they asked him to do, or he did what they asked him to do while he was in the colors. And I can tell you this. I was asked what my thoughts on Jimmy will be when he's gone. And I told him the one word, underappreciated. Eric Davis. Actually, two words there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric Davis, former 49ers cornerback, official 49ers podcast host as well. You just mentioned it, you know, when he's gone. Do you think Jimmy's done in San Francisco, Eric? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, there's, there's no you, – you have to. You've already made the transition. You saw that with both guys early on in the year, it was difficult for Kyle, in my opinion, to decide – which direction he wanted to go with the offense because he himself even said they're different style players and he wanted to do different things with them, which means your offense is going to be set up in different ways. And you can't have two offenses uh, for two separate quarterbacks. People say all the time you can do that, but you can't because it affects the other 10 guys in the huddle. Right. You can't expect them to learn two offenses. That's going to get just way too confusing. Uh, so him moving on, it makes sense for everyone. The only, and I said the entire time, the only, the only thing that I thought would bring him back was winning the Super Bowl, playing well in the Super Bowl, getting to the Super Bowl, playing well in that game. Now you have a, a dilemma. That didn't happen. Um, very good coaching job, I think, on both sides of the ball to get this team to that position. I think they're very well set to make a run in the future. It's a good roster. It's a tough roster. Uh, it's a young roster. So I think they're in good position, but the next quarterback was already in the building. So you got to go ahead and make that move. And it made sense to me to try to do what they just tried to do with Jimmy because he was better, at, you know, at playing quarterback in the NFL than a rookie would have been. One more for you, Eric. As a former cornerback, I want to ask you about this secondary. 
Uh, many people have criticized the secondary. They think the 49ers lack cornerback talent. Uh, do you agree with that, and how would you fix the issue? Um, well, I, they're pups. This is what I said, number one. Everyone keeps saying that these guys can't play. Um, no one is – I don't think anyone will say, well, Emmanuel Mosley is not a good corner. He's not a good player. He's, you know, I remember most of the fans that are saying that, that the secondary lacks at the cornerback position, they were saying that a few years ago about him. Guys just have to grow up and learn how to play the game. Um, that's the same thing with Ambery and, and all of this. Yes, you need to upgrade. Please upgrade the um, talent. That's what you do in the secondary. That's how it was when I was there. Every year they were trying to bring in somebody better than you. Uh, but those guys in the secondary are built for that type of competition. So I, I, I think they will do some upgrading. I'm completely fine with some upgrading. I always wanted all the good players on my team. I was never concerned about competing with them because you just go out and you do what you do and you put it on film. Uh, but I do think they have some young players that will mature and be okay. I think the fans will be okay with, with the production that they are capable of putting out there. Great stuff, Eric. I appreciate your time. Let's do it again soon. All right, man. Thank you. There goes Eric Davis, former 49ers cornerback, official 49ers podcast host.